0: dude and uh, this is the Anime Couch. This week we have our boys Troy and Justin here. Hello. And uh, before uh, we begin, uh, we'll be talking about uh, the Super Bowl trailers of the Multiverse of Madness and uh, the Moon Knight snippet of a trailer. But yeah, uh, get uh, excited and uh, let's sit down on the couch. But uh, yeah. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can also check out the link below to find anywhere to uh, follow or click on the link uh, to TheAnimeCouch.com to either find our Patreon or to find our other links to other listening platforms if you don't feel like watching, which is always fair. But you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. So let's begin with the Moon Knight trailer because... It's shorter, and we're not going to do a full breakdown because we will also be jumping into a fall anime ranking of a 2021 season. But um, they showed a lot more Ethan Hawk in this one. Like, I I think he was. The, I think it was more focused on the buildup of like him being the antagonist, and they showed a lot of action beats. But like, it's thirty seconds. Wait, was he the guy visuals. who just
1: died? Huh?
2: Was he the guy who just died?
3: No, he's the guy
0: with, like, longer hair. Oh, oh, you're talking about the one actor who died, which there's speculation he's supposed to be someone who works with Moon Knight. Ethan Hawke is is the, the main antagonist, is what seems. At least that's how he's been shown the whole time, so I have no reason to doubt that. Oh, uh, one of my favorite shots was the one with Khonshu behind uh, Moon Knight where oscar isaac turns around and he wakes up in the bed and he's just panicked yeah that part was cool I was, I was, i'm like so excited to see like the horror the, elements. the suit up from a different angle oh yeah did you did you see the image for the mr knight that that was like going around the bro that looks so clean i was like and I'm i saw so people excited. getting pissed about it too I was like, "Yeah, that looks so clean." Like, chill They're out, bro. Like,
3: It's too early for Mister Knight, and it's just like it's also not right. the comics. Like, see,
0: it, the thing is, it's like six episodes. Okay, how much are they gonna put in it? What's gonna be different from the comics? I don't know. I'm excited to see where they go with it. Obviously, gosh, I mean, I, I gotta say, I pff, it's been a while since I've read any comics, but like reading Moon Knight was just so fun. It's just a psychological thriller. It's it's a ride. I heard the current run has been really freaking good, too. So I have an itch to read it if I ever have time. But, yeah, it's an uh, exciting prospect to get more. They showed a lot of the the Egyptian setting for it, some mm-hmm. action beats. Um, I I wonder who Ethan Hawke's going to play. May, I, I've seen speculation on Anubis now, more so after this trailer, which I'm like, all right, I can live with that. I can
3: live with that. That would be interesting. I could imagine Twitter somehow finding a way to get upset about that.
0: I mean, they can find a way to get upset about anything, but you know, it's, it's, Exa- it's yeah, like but it's, like, it's a it's a gift to have, you know. That just seems like something that's like a low hanging fruit, where they're like, low hanging fruit. you. Got to pick it while you can. I mean, not- okay. So my <laughs> thing with Moon Knight, and this is just like personal hopes, is that, um, I want him to have more than one season. Just so you can explore more of the supernatural realm through him, but I—if I, there is a movie, I, I want a cameo. Like I want like Moon Knight cameos wherever you can squeeze him in supernatural settings.
3: Yeah, yeah I think it would.
0: I don't know. Yeah, he could almost exist entirely through cameos he, and then he's gonna be own... out before blade and so like it, this is your chance to like bring a literal psychopath and you can put him in any persona of his <laughs> alternating choices and you can just get a different dynamic for each show and then you you bring more mysticism through his series right and then you like introduce characters through what he's doing and then you just branch out from there and let him be like a focal point for what is mysticism outside of blade who is definitely more movie quality when it comes to like using him though i'm not outside of expecting a cameo of him in the show or anything like that it's very plausible even kit harrington coming in for a cameo is very plausible
3: i thought blade was confirmed i thought Mm -mm. blade is has a confirmed cameo and
0: he doesn't have a confirmed cameo i mean they're they're very uh loose on confirming like even kingpin they would not confirm anything even if you heard his chuckle and saw his giant meaty hand in one scene, they weren't gonna confirm it. So and they're not they they mm-hmm. for the trailer in the closed mm-hmm. captioning for uh Professor X, they put a mysterious voice, and I was like, that's that's not
3: that mysterious. That's true. <laughs> so clever. Mm-hmm. Sneaky.
0: But uh you got anything to say about the moon trip moonlight trailer, Justin?
2: Um not not directly about the trailer, about the show indirectly, where you have a whole bunch of hoopla around whether it's going to be dark or not. And you have, on one side, people being like, oh yeah, this guy got shot in the head and is falling off the truck. and Is all this hoopla about, oh, that's a dark scene? And then you mm-hmm. have other people just being like, Oh, Morals talking about being all dark and stuff, but not, they're not going to show somebody cutting their throat. It's like, obviously it's a
3: fucking <laughs> TV
0: show. Plus, plus, I mean, it's age ratings, right? Like as much as people want dark, unless you're going for a full radar push, it's like,
3: dude, you, yeah, this is, you, it's you literally, it's not HBO. And it's, and it's not,
0: an, it's not a cartoon. So you have even further restrictions to live. Like you can't show blood, Right for the setting, or else you're pushing boundaries or stuff like that. Like, and, and, It's uh, hard.
2: Yeah, and they're talking about, it's like, oh, showing blood after he finishes punching somebody is in dark. Uh, so, being, <laughs> pummeling somebody until they're nearly dead is not dark.
0: Alright, and like I like the opinion of it all, because there's people like me, who's just downright sadistic, who like, you know, you watch horror movies for fun, you watch them, and you see someone, like, get, like, gutted and you're like dang that that wasn't like dark at all and so when i watch shows it's like the when i consider dark it's like something that would make you feel like you should be puking on the inside but i'm already messed up enough that most things don't make me feel like that anymore so as long as it's like all right it's probably not for kids i'm like that's dark enough like most shows to for me to be like that's dark for relative audiences So like even if it's not bloody like if you understand what the impact is that's technically dark all right that's not something to be on like regular TV or anything like that so I mean I I think from the aspect of how the show is going dark is more on the psychological ride of uh, Mark Spector and all that and uh, you know the whole journey between him and like his split personalities I think that's where you're gonna get the lines of like all right this is a mentally dark show. I don't know how physically dark it's going to be per se, but I know they're going to push boundaries to an extent. I don't think it's going to be rated R extent, but they could probably go as, as far as possible. Now, if they put him for a Moon Knight cameo, I mean, Moon Knight Deadpool cameo, then I would fully expect, like, balls to the walls, like, yeah, rated R Moon Knight, you know? Oh, I am... And I would be hyped for a fight between Deadpool and Moon Knight. Just awesome. f- kicks but uh any other thoughts
2: not just a um also to show that it's not just a marvel based comic i'm a couch thing Dang, bro. next thursday is a is uh the last episode of the peacemaker series so sunday we'll be talking about that partially
3: Okay, yeah, that'll be motivation to start it, because I keep just not for whatever reason. It's a good show. That's what I hear. Well,
2: it, it, like, I enjoyed it. Like, the first three episodes, they they came out, like, at the same time, so it felt like you were watching like a movie-based thing, but, like, it's so enclosed that you feel like it is a TV show. Like, hmm. when... Like it's enjoyable. But I I think I feel like you're gonna enjoy uh the guy who plays vigilante. Uh, I do. It's pretty funny. Uh, well I can't really give anything away at the moment, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> just gonna wait until the finale goes.
3: Yeah, just fucking casually push that off till later.
2: Mhm. Cause at the moment it just feels like we're like. All of our content on Comic Couch has mostly, has all been Marvel. Even though I'm, like, all the, like, pictures and stuff like that that I make also includes DC and stuff like that. Well, so,
3: yeah, but DC don't have, they, nothing's really dropped recently. That yeah, but it,
2: like, it, it still brings, like, it still brings out content and stuff like that. When yeah, the but Suicide like... Squad uh, came mm-hmm. out, we were supposed to stop talking about that, but
3: have we anything. still not? No. <laughs> Shit. Well, we'll definitely talk about Batman.
2: Yeah. Uh, tickets are out on Fandango, so. Oh yeah, I need to buy mine.
3: I'm gonna try and buy mine for the Thursday before.
2: I don't know if I'll be able to watch it like I did with Spider Man. But need to worry. Uh with the least amount of like ideas we mostly have throughout the week, we can at least push in some like DC stuff also. Especially with uh, doing a few of our own little breakdowns.
3: For you know what we'll do for this episode at least. What? I'll make a lot of a lot of comparisons to DC. <laughs> I'll Go keep ahead. it yeah, I'll I'll keep it very meta.
2: And you know what's crazy about it too? Uh until uh Sean comes back. Um a lot of people have the mindset that all like at least one person that I saw on TikTok that all the new DC movies that will be coming out will he <laughs> said it in the comments he was like they're all gonna be over a billion dollars. Like, whoa there, man. I don't know about that. Um first things off is Aquaman will not be making a billion.
3: At yeah, least the second I would, one. I would be super surprised unless James Gun unless the trailer I said James Gunn, James Wan. Because the way he captured underwater in a pretty cool way. Mm-hmm. If the trailer comes out and it's looking like some avatar shit, you know, James Cameron. And it's just like, oh my god, whoa. Then maybe. But yeah, like if you're talking off just based solely off the strength of the first one. Yeah. No, not happening. The only. Maybe Shazam. No, fuck. I'm so high. Sorry. Maybe Black Adam. (laughs) And maybe Batman. I think Batman's probably going to be so. It's going to be so goddamn good. I can't... Robert Pattinson... Stop. I can't even... I'm going to fuck... But pe I don't know. There's just, like, a lot of people who seem to be doubting. Because they're like, sparkly vampire playing Batman. Like... Pfft. Yeah. But I'm like, I, bro. I could wh- see that movie sneaking in. Like... It might not have, like, an insane gangbusters first weekend. But, like, word of mouth... It's also like three hours long, so that might. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But...
2: What, yeah, what's it called um, the Aquaman thing with everybody, like at least that I've seen, trying to boycott it. Mostly, everybody's heard the news. Um...
0: All right, mainstream isn't boycotting Aquaman, but there's a strong portion of oh, a okay. strong portion of a small fan base that are <laughs> heavy yeah. on anti-Mira. Uh, mm-hmm. dude. Which is fair because I mean my guy is thinking uh oh, Frey. I forgot his name. Uh Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Johnny Depp mm-hmm. got hoed by Warner's Bros. so bad. He yeah. did. For they, sure. They disrespected him hard. Yeah. But like and Disney
2: with his pirates thing.
0: Um, that was before that was that was before things were that was like at the very start of a lot of it with pirates yeah and that was kind of just disney
3: trying to be like female lead and
0: it was just like bro like But like it's always like that one thing like all right disney has their one thing but like say kevin feige was like i want that guy in the mcu how much are they gonna do to like stop him you know he should be. That'd be so cool. It would. I, there's roles where I'm like, uh, Johnny Depp could be great, bro. Johnny Depp for anything. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then um, Black Adam, that one,
0: the Alright, in terms of this year of movies, I think Batman's obviously going to be solid. I, it's not going to be a billion dollar movie. I don't think the DCU has like the push. I, I think the Batman's too isolated of a story. It's like being carried by the fact that it's Batman. And Batman will sell in the market and it will be good. But is it a billion dollar push good? Probably not. If you're if you're going market, I, no, it'll I, I think probably, it'll go like especially with the market like going back down for movies. The I second think it's going or third like six hundred or seven hundred. It's international appeal that's really gonna carry it. The second it or third
3: in installment of this mm. will probably because this is so
0: early and it's if it wasn't pandemic. I think the Batman, if it was one of the best Batman movies, could clear one billion. Right? I don't think that's out of field. Spider-Man, Spider-Man cleared records uh, for reasons, for many reasons.
2: uh, With the way they keep pushing it, uh, like like the promotion in other countries, like with having like like a Batman statue and like having a Mm -hmm. billboard where it looks like there's a human like dark tape to it. I feel yeah, like they're trying to sad. push more towards like getting more international money into
0: it. Yeah, the thing Just, is like um, if you're pushing and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure it was confirmed for PG thirteen too. But um there's there's that aspect. So obviously you get more people in the theaters as long as it's not rated R. Then the the issue with the movie is Robert Pattinson is not as big as a name and the Riddler is not as big as a villain. Right, think
3: either of those, um, maybe Robert Pattinson not being a big name.
0: No, they do factor into the market because say you said like the Joker was in the movie, you have so much more like market appeal. Oh yeah, I was gonna say if Riddler is niche, if
3: this trilogy eventually tackles the Joker, that would be the version I think will make the most. Mm -hmm, Probably, but bro, you can't. Riddler isn't that.
0: He's niche for mainstream, like mainstream doesn't really care who Riddler is, right? I no, mean, what, dude, you gonna go with Jim Carrey? For live action, but like literally... For, for live act. For comics,
3: single, it's different, but like... Any single person who's a DC fan.
0: Yeah, and most DC fans know Riddler. It's Riddler's just, like you go into mainstream,
3: pantheon, bro.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying for mainstream, Riddler's yeah. not pulling names. Riddler, at any cost. Bro,
3: Riddler gets butts and seats. Especially when they're doing a Zodiac version. I mean,
0: for if you're a comic fan, but you're already going. If you're like, if you're a Batman fan, you're like not going. You could be. You could be like that one Batman fan's like, I don't care about Batman. I'm I'm like pro Riddler all the way. If you don't have Riddler, I'm not going. But well, uh, nice. you know, you're going for
2: you know what the biggest promotion would be if uh, for for Riddler is if for some reason he had like say something like like if he had a a big promotion with like twitter like with the batman had it like with one of they've them been doing
0: twitter. really good promotion for batman though for like posters and just things where they throw in like different like hints and clues with yeah, the media and the marketing something they that that could do more like
2: something but... that would be like shocking wise would like sneak it in into like the real world like yeah those like puzzles and stuff like that and riddles like but they're creating their own website. If they go into like a platform that's already big enough and stuff like mm-hmm. that, yeah, it cool. Be I
0: mean, they could they could do more interactive things, have, like today. release but, a cipher. But I feel like if it wasn't People pandemic, there might solve. have been like real world, like oh, we have like something in like L.A., like find the clues, and then it's like, all right, you have this information that. When's the next that
2: trailer? Was,
3: that one's a little too dangerous. You well, know bro, they,
2: like, crazy the,
3: This version of the Riddler is based on the Zodiac, and the Zodiac's puzzles are spread through the newspaper. So, like, if you just posted a Zodiac-esque puzzle on Twitter, and it was like, first fucking whatever, whatever to solve it gets it X, Y, and it. Z.
0: But and, uh, it's, it's too about, late for that at this point, though. What, I mean, they could go, the, like, last-minute push, but... With the runtime kind
2: of it. everything going on. And uh, the guy who played. What's his fucking name from Eternals?
3: Kit Harrington?
0: No, the guy who played Druid. Oh, uh, Barry uh, Keegan. Yeah. Um,
2: he's rumored to, pl- uh, to be playing the Joker. And with the runtime of it, I feel I like. I have it's not, not seen be... that
0: part of rumors.
3: No, Joker no. won't be
0: in this dude. I, got, I I highly doubt. I, I'm I'm certain there's probably gonna be a sequel to this down the it's line. Got I'm multiple, pretty it's sure got, WB is gonna push for it because anytime they have a big name property that's Superman or Batman, they're gonna push for a sequel until no. it burns itself out.
3: Dude, the uh I'm I'm fucking blanking on the dude's name, but the director already said is it Matt Reeves. Yeah, Matt Reeves wants to do a trilogy. Yeah. And uh
0: Like all it takes is for this movie to do good. It's gotta make like six hundred million, and that's enough for them to be like, all right, next one, you know. Bro,
3: it's easily gonna clear. I think six hundred is like too easy. Like the half a billion. I I think. I think.
0: I think eight hundred is when it it gets a little rocky. I don't know if it's gonna go far past eight hundred. Like it could go to billion, but it needs really strong word of mouth. Bro, my prediction for this. I feel
2: like more of that. I feel like that's uh. Some, like the Black Adam thing where it's going to be like
3: around like 600. I
0: think the Black Adam movie having The Rock, no, uh, it's probably I was, yeah. what gives it the edge to like be higher grossing. No, dude, I, I
3: that was what I said. I said, I think it's going to be one it. of the billion
0: because yeah. it's yeah, I, I rock, wouldn't bro. be surprised because Rock will make a mediocre, mediocre movie, yeah, be a dude. billion dollar movie. <laughs> so, like,
3: well, this one
2: literally do like, like, bad, uh, it doesn't look
0: terrible. The trailer looks kind of cool, it looks on the better end of what things could be, I think it's gonna be a little more cheesy than what people are expecting at the end of the day because the rock is in it and he can do serious things, but that's not his style. I so hope I think they the make him a villain.
3: Awesome. I hope they do the it. The I, I, I don't I,
0: I think it'll be a part of the movie. I don't think it'll be the full push and I think once you get to like that second half it'll probably not be that uh
3: yeah there's gonna be some reveal in the third mm-hmm. act where it's like no, wrong. I don't think that's
0: bad or anything like that. wrong
3: the whole time, and we're I, sorry. I think
0: I think Black Adam's gonna be lighter than expectations. Just because yeah, the rock is it? bro.
3: I imagine Batman will come in around three and a quarter.
0: The the only thing stopping Batman is the longer runtime, and if it's really dark shot, movies like that have trouble getting mainstream. Butts back in seats, right? You can get them the first time, but like the second and third time, it's like some people just are really into like bright and colorful, and a dark movie will be a little harder.
3: I don't know. Dune wasn't, apart from the actual like exceptional brightness of the desert sun. Mm -hmm. Like, if you are able to capture and use light in a like, interesting and dynamic ways, that's how you make a Batman movie cool.
0: You do a lot of, uh, like lightning Zach, shots.
3: I agree. Like, if you do, like, the Zack Snyder shit where it's just, like, yeah. Batman, make it dark. It's like, no. No. Use lighting and shading and you, cool you shit. just
0: You, you need the very contrasting lighting this way you can highlight, like, seeing the characters move off of, like, a really nicely lit backdrop, you know. All
2: right, then, uh, let's uh, let's, let's let's predict what shitty thing <laughs> Warner Brothers is gonna try. Oh, you, of- you want
0: you want my uh, Warner Brothers? Uh, what, what what are the movies coming out? Bat- is Batgirl still supposed to come out this year?
2: Not Batgirl, no. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. She, there is there is a number. To be in the Flash movie.
0: Of, I don't even know, I, bro. I post this news and I read it all and I've completely forgot because there's been changes time and time again yeah, well, All right. what's, my, my what's prediction what's the is the flash movie the flash movie is going to be a mess as my heavy prediction <laughs> no part of me wants to believe that the flash movie is going to be competent and so i won't believe it
2: with the little things they're showing and like I, I i understand
0: and i do find it funny that ezra miller after choking out that one chick has had like nothing happened to him since oh great Ray fishers just like chilling there like These people.
3: (laughs) Dave Fisher just got a part in Zack Snyder's next movie. He did. I'm like, Zack Snyder's
0: keeping that guy going because otherwise. That's dope, dude. That guy got like blacklisted in WB. And it sucks that when you get blacklisted by like one company, like other companies will fall because it's like, oh, this guy is a bad sign. And it's like, that's not always the case. It's, uh... It's
2: It's mostly not company wise, it's mostly people wise.
3: Mm hmm. I think but people Johns, running the company
0: make a difference. Jeff John's most definitely does not he, want to be involved with that guy. Well, he yeah, and he has enough
3: pull, s- yeah, sway to probably be like, mm-hmm. and he's like up high enough in the totem pole. A lot yeah, of those think, dudes
0: are. I want to see. I want to say WB's biggest issue right now is not dealing with the fallout of that side of everything that happened with the... Justice League and everything that happened between just going through Snyder to Joss and then the Jeff Johns at all. I think that's going to screw them over for a few more years because, as good as things can go, a few bad reports on a few sets and things are just as bad as they were. Well, yeah, like but, recently. And I, I think them not actually saying anything about it properly or handling it properly is going to screw them over. They never. <laughs> They didn't push for accountability on it. So. They
3: never really gave Jeff Johns the keys the way Feige got the keys. Mm-hmm. But he was still this, like, weird pseudo-Feige figure. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, didn't work. Because, like, nope. he was an enabler and he was fucking forcing a lot of his own storylines into the stuff. And it was like... Yeah. If I, if I had to, like, narrow, I'd be like, DC's biggest problem was they didn't have... And the one thing I respect Feige. about
0: Feige is that even as much as he is a fan of, like, comics and source material, he is a movie producer first when it comes to making these things. So even if people complain Marvel's formulaic, I mean, regardless of what formula you're using, you're busting out billion-dollar movies. So even if it's repetitive, it has enough of its own style to, like, appeal to people for them to come um, back to push that box office. Yeah. And so he knows thing, how to um, make movies and he's not going to overcome like personal fan or like hopes and wishes to like make a movie worse off. Even if it means not appealing to every comic book fan, he's still appealing to general audiences and it works. Which, you know, some people hate, but it's the business like well, bro, you kind of have to be dumb. The other thing is
3: that. is like Jaf John John's yeah he definitely wasn't the Feige because yeah he's a comic mm-hmm. only dude. So yep. they need they needed to give someone a comic loving movie producer mm-hmm. the keys to like the big picture stuff. <laughs> bro, if they then, got
0: John Favre, John Favreau, I mean, they, bro.
3: But they, they also one of the things Marvel did like pretty early on, maybe not pretty early on. Hey.
0: They, they, they were working on fly. a lot of things between phase one and two and three. Like, you, you they, saw it. So, they let their directors, like, be directors. Where it's like. Towards phase three, you could definitely yeah, feel where like, it's like the more stylistic choices. Yeah, where it's like you definitely.
3: You still got to play within the. And, and
0: I think that's why Scott Derrickson left, right? Like, there's certain confines. I know that, like, watching the trailer of Multiverse of Madness, like, if he wanted to do enough of his own thing. I can see that what this movie is turning out to be, you pr- if, if you want your own style and you want your own like more condensed story to focus on a lot of smaller things, this is not that movie, right? And so I understand that if things turned out the way they are, it's because of something like that where it's like, all right, so if you want a director to work in these fields, they have to, one, follow this guideline and then they could throw their flare on it, but if it, the guideline doesn't work, then, yeah, that was you know. that's
3: part of the reason Matt Reeves was like, "I don't want to be part of an interconnected anything." He's like, "The more you start tying in with other people's stuff, the more you have to start
0: following." Holding other people's, back on your own, yeah.
3: So then it was just like, but yeah, it's not a bad old. thing
0: for a writer, but like sometimes you're too independent where it's like, "All right, I have to want to do these things," but. This won't let me, and then it's like understand.
3: Well, yeah, but like Marvel's always had a mm-hmm. better balance of it because DC literally just steamrolls the fuck out of people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh We're just thinking, I'm just. Hope- I'm hoping they turn better. out better to some extent, but like, if if their better properties are their solo stuff, there's no point in pushing your interconnected universe if it's just not no one's biting at it, you know. Well, you gotta. S-
3: you gotta set up your, like, you gotta put in the work with your solo stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't
3: give a fuck about Flash. So when he was in the su- Justice League...
0: Fla- Flash is, is legit, like, fuck? my favorite DC character in, like, anything with the movies, I <laughs> could care less about Aaron, Yeah, I was like, I don't... A, I don't, I don't I, care about him.
3: I don't give less than a fuck.
0: I'm like, you could've picked a better actor, you could've, I don't know, made him a better character, like, given him different stuff to work with, maybe it would've worked better, you know, there was options here, and... Nothing happened, so. If the new Batman, if we don't get a really, just
3: a slow motion shot (laughs) of the gun. When Martha, like.
0: Oh, gosh. If I just do another one of those, man, I'll die.
3: I don't want to go. I won't. I won't. I'll get up and leave if that's not there.
0: (laughs) I'll stay if it's not there. (laughs) Just like,
3: No. (laughs) How do I know why it's
0: like it's it's, it's like the whole Uncle Ben dying? It's like I get why it means something to some people, but I'm like, you've seen it, you can read it, it's there. You don't have to go through the whole motions again. If you understand, you understand. If you don't, it doesn't take anything away. You just have the actor play like it meant something to them, and that's all, dude. It's one of those things where, like, (laughs) and you know, my favorite part of the Uncle Ben storyline is as impactful as anyone could call it in the comics and in the comics, it's a little more meaningful, but in the movies on may dying leagues above any uncle Ben dying and they, they do make OG Spider-Man a little better with, with the whole plot with it. You know, it's like, Oh, we, we followed through with it, with the Sandman storyline. Okay. Whatever. Doesn't really make it significantly better, but it it is more emotional impact. But the on May scene is like far better. Especially because you know Aunt Mays is just the, the ride or die for, like, Peter in so many storylines. And then you see it in the movies. It's, like, so nice. Dude, yeah, they pulled the rug out from under you on that one.
3: hmm
0: Bro, and I was like, she got stabbed. And then she just kept going. And I'm like, did she not get st-? Or I just kept watching that scene. I'm, like, staring so hard. And I'm like, are they lying to me? What, what am I seeing? Bro, plot twist. Alfred dies. See the comic, were out. Like that, that one had buzz, so it'd be it'd be, it'd be interesting to, to go there out. I take it in a movie.
3: When people realize that Robert Pattinson is the absolute goat, angsty boy actor, mm-hmm. the next movie's gonna make like dick bags of money. I mean, it, be- it'll it'll oh. easily
0: come out like strongly post pandemic unless we have like variant like xyz alpha omicron you know delta and then you know it's like okay, whatever or some, something else yeah I'm or, or we have <laughs> our cat. but um all right so that'll be our transition off of a dcu of it all let's just talk about um multiverse of madness trailer justin what are your thoughts on this sucker all
2: of madness. All I'm saying is the way they just brought in. All these pseudo characters, especially, um, for some reason, somebody thought that the person busting Adam like uh, with the glowing Powers wasn't over. It was like, uh-huh. it's understandable, like glowing powers, had a big helmet and stuff
3: like that. But we're talking mm-hmm. about Doctor Strange now.
2: Yep.
3: Yes. That was Johnny Storm.
2: <laughs>
3: no, no go fuck. You. That was Johnny Storm.
2: You want to say it was Johnny? I don't know, Storm? man. I'll it could say, be Gladiator.
0: Was, I don't know. I'll say it was the thing. The thing the, thing. the yeah, thing doesn't right. fucking. You, you know. You know what excites fire. me. You know what excites they, me they about this movie, problems. though the the thing that really is is pulling me into like watching the movie is the storyline that dissects Strange and Wanda. I think that's going to be my favorite part of this whole thing. Yes. I
3: can't wait to watch Lizzie I can't, Banks. Snap, I the,
0: dude. the line where she said, "You do what you do and you get called the hero." That delivery. and I do the same exact thing and I get called the villain. I was like that is the most dirty line you could pull out. Dude, no her delivery on that was fucking I bro, I felt that I was like, I don't even care what you do that movie. I'm I'm oh, Team Wanda all the way out here right now, right now, off that one. Like <laughs> I was like, give me the that, that.
2: In the first trailer, like before even the first trailer came out, you had people theorizing that Wanda was gonna you know, like be like the main like
0: Antagonist, yeah, and well, it's understandable.
2: And then when the first trailer came out, they're like, oh, maybe not. Because, like, they showed a little bit of, like, uh, the what if Steven Strange.
1: And, and then in you know the second like?
2: trailer, you're going to have people thinking, oh, maybe she is. Because, like, of, like, how they portrayed her. So, I like the way, like, they're keeping everybody on their
0: toes. There, there's a scene where it's, like, Wanda in, like, the hospital gown. And, like, and I saw theories that it was a Marvel Zombies Wanda. And I was like, bro, if they bring her in, that's <laughs> dirty because she was terrified this he was murking everyone. Vision was just like a oh, riff. Poor Vision in that episode. But in the poster, they did have the, the Peggy Carter uh, shield in there. And I'm like, I, th- I think What If going to tie heavy into like cameos in this movie. I'm excited to see where those go. But Patrick Stewart, man. I mean, bro, my guy said the line. Um, sh- should we tell him the truth? And I was like, Patrick, take it easy, bro. This is, this is the Illuminati, right? He is in some space of the world where that's just an illuminati meeting and i don't know if that's how they bring in defender strange as he's being dubbed maybe he has a different moniker but as of now maybe that's where he's taking part of and this Stephen strange is like you know and that one's in the illuminati who knows how they go about it but it's an exciting prospect to see the illuminati in the mcu do they keep the name the illuminati i don't know but i would love it because I it's a banger say, of a name um...
2: I would say change it up a little bit. Maybe they, they can. Um, I
0: and there's reasons why I'd understand changing it. So I'm not. I wouldn't complain if they do. But if they keep it, I'm fine with it either way, as long as the replacement is good enough, you know. But you have uh, the Ultron bots too. They're they're nice. There was shots of like the Savage Lands in there where you could see Strange and Wanda, and then the dinosaurs just in the background. You had American Chavez. The funniest part is that one part of the trailer where she punches is, like, probably the worst edited moment in the whole trailer. I
2: salt, Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, I good,
0: dude. Salt. I thought I had the exact... I was, I, like, oh. I, I was like, I know this is a trailer, and I know you're going to clean it up, but, like, that was, like, the... Where's oh, the, where's dude it looks like kind of out of place it looked like slow motion and then they like didn't properly like blend it together and i they might have the scene cut differently and that's why it looks the way it does but i i started laughing i was like this looks so bad
3: dude yeah it looked like they <laughs> stuck it, it in at the
2: last minute it, the way uh, with the way Marvel always goes like they'll show something mm-hmm. in the trailer and not show it in the actual
0: movie yeah and that's always possible oh there's just there's just so much in this movie that's bound to happen and when it's played out as the game changer it's meant to be, I, I think Marvel's not holding back. I think this is like the legit, yeah, this is this is the multiversal movie that we've been uh, teasing for these past two three years. Like this this is it. We we've teased in Loki, we've teased in Wandavision. Like you've been blueballed long enough. All right, it's time to unleash the floodgates. You know, and I know Feige has like said it too. So like I trust that side, but like. For anyone who's still on, like, the doubtful train, I'm like, I know, I, I think this is the one. And there's bound to be plenty of cameos mixed in. I mean, there's just... And and I, I think right. a lot of cameos will be really quick, obviously, for, like, quick blink-and-you'll-miss-it scenes or just a little longer than, you know, just to, like, flesh out, like, how much the multiverse is. Yeah,
3: where out. it's, like, Howard the Duck and Guardians, where it's, like, he's having a drink in the background. Look now, what, what I do
0: want... Is James McAvoy to replace Patrick Stewart because Patrick Stewart is a little old, and you know I don't want it to be like one of those moments where it's like, all right, what if between both- movies? Not- I want them both to be there, and I want him to replace him. Right? That is that is my hope.
2: Because because they can't keep doing this whole Daj thing, it's gonna
0: get no, they can't. And I think it's better to just pull one out and be like, all right, in this universe, he's young. Boom, done. Just get it over with. And then it was for the Illuminati. Like this is like a separate little Illuminati from what's normal. And then you bring them in for this one movie. And then you could bring in some weird cameos from, like, you bring in the OG, uh, Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four, and be like, all right, he's there too. And you know, you do things like that. Because uh, uh, what's be it nice. called?
2: I haven't uh, like I haven't read comics in a while. But like uh, at, at once in a while, I'll see um like some a few like new comic stuff on mm-hmm. TikTok and. There's this like, have you guys seen the new pre- Professor X and, and the way they're doing this whole Krakoa? Cool oh, the Krakoa
0: stuff with uh yeah. the the darker side of his uh personality and yeah how they're running society. Yeah, yeah, I I listen to stuff they talk about it. Yeah, so. you,
2: you think they're gonna um bring I in? I think he has like the ma- like the mask and the X on, on top of his face and stuff. There, like there's that? There's certain
0: things I don't think they'll do, but and this is this is just theorizing. Because Feige is like god of just Marvel now. That's like his moniker now because he got promoted and all that. I think a lot of comic storylines that are going on are going to be like very close teases to certain things that they will start putting in the movies over some of the older stuff. As one, a way to promote comics because that's technically what the movies were for. And though the movies are now like their own entity to like bolster like, you know, stinking the movie industry for disney in their sect and all that even like the marvel shows and stuff are connected to their comics and things like that so i think the internet interconnectivity is still being pushed there to a slight degree so i think like i think if we go x-men i think we might get kokoa stuff and then in like smaller projects you get overlapping storylines with some of the more major stuff like if we see scarlet witch coming back then you throw that into like a house of M thing but like if you have like main x-men movies which i think is going to be like a parallel to what the avengers is i think that's when you'll get like Krakoa style stuff or like some of the older projects and then kind of mix and mash yeah because because
2: the way they're doing it now i feel like i feel like this new Krakoa thing can mesh really well with the recent mcu stuff instead of being like oh let's just like they're all coming in from a different universe and stuff like that. What if, mm. like, at this moment,
0: <laughs> they're in space some... right now? <laughs> <Avengers, laughs> X Men in space. Oh like, gosh!
2: It could be like the way they can just like, oh, but never mind, because there won't be really conflict into creating their own place. Mm. So they would, they would need to like, unless they do the whole multiverse thing, where one. Earth uh, is, I, I, is I to, like, to be fair.
0: If you want my honest, I think multiverse is going to explain a lot more of the things for just the fact that Marvel has like almost its full sandbox right now. And I think that's the route you're going to get a lot of that out the way because it's right. just easier for them to do it that way. And instead of like doing the Eternals things where it's like you're there, you didn't help out. You know, people are only going to buy the excuse to some degree. Right. If it's not pushing it enough. Oh,
2: here's my theory evil wanda from one earth versus
0: broken down wanda from this earth see there's so many scenes in like the trailer where you just see like two wandas and then it's (laughs) just well that'd be hot but minus that there's the scene with the two wandas and i was like all right that's either her just like messing with herself and like some weird like looking back (laughs) in time thing or that's legit two wandas and Things are gonna get really wild in this movie.
2: You you think that they're gonna have two strangers and not two Wandas?
0: They have three strangers in the movie, at least. Mm,
2: maybe five
0: Stranges. I I said three at least, so I mean, could oh, be any five. number. I heard five ten. Taken or and all right, I'm hoping that guy that was shown was a uh, nightmare. That'd be heat. I heard seventeen. Seventeen. Oh. All right. I mean, I feel like if you want a solid number, you go sixty nine. But
3: um, I heard Nightmare has a four way with three. Wanders,
0: that hey,
2: would smoke, be a nightmare is,
0: in some degree.
2: Hey, that's that's the new that's the new tentacles.
0: What Stark smoke?
2: Yeah, it's. it's you you it's haven't smoke, watched enough
0: hentai to know that it's been a long-standing thing. Then you also yeah. got light light <laughs> light's been used for the same purpose. <laughs> You've got plans. <laughs> You've got right. slime creatures it's all there oh gosh Man. what about condensed air condensed air <laughs> has has been a thing but um yeah do you, like for sure um i don't know about in hand gosh outing myself here it's fine I, i'll i live with my scars in Dogens i've seen a few but then you get to, like inflation stuff and it gets really weird but uh
3: Oh, inflation's
0: really weird. Of worse. Yeah, that'd be
3: <laughs> see, dude. I thought I was on something and then the inflate someone else has done it and done it better. I wouldn't even thought inflation stuff. <laughs>
1: it's, it's funny also, when you, like, you'll
0: read a series like that, you'll watch it and it'll be like air blast person explodes and it's like, all right, but it's like, all right, now for the sex scene. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but... So stupid,
3: bro. Anyways. Someone should do... I bet someone has. Maybe. You could do, like, Luffy
0: Gear 3
3: on his fucking...
0: Okay, there's been a lot of stuff with Luffy Gear 3. Not a lot, but there has been. Can you imagine
3: now. where he's just, like, rocking? There's
0: the... one with, there's, if you want to see, there's one with <laughs> Boa that you can see him... I
3: don't want to see, because then that. I'll forever look at Luffy differently.
0: <laughs> I... I don't read most of them, but I I like I'll skim through and I'm like this is so stupid. <laughs> Start laughing. Oh gosh.
3: Yeah, that's another thing is like, unless, unless the person writing it is Oda tier, it's just gonna
0: it's just totally my opinion where it's just like ah. Some <laughs> some some of it's like written and it's like wow this is this is believable. Or sometimes the art's like really One Piece esque and you're like wow this looks so. Good.
3: Yeah, like what? Someone literally just writes like,
0: like you know, my, my plot It's line. funny when when I read a parody because usually they're just hilarious. It's like, all right, there's I I either hope it's like just well written or the art looks like the manga because otherwise I'm usually just reading and like I'm, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this to myself. I'll just stop. So, oh, they
3: gets so funny. Damn, now what? I'm trying to I'm trying to. What? What non-physical thing could I worry about? What's gonna be said here? Because like you got slime, tentacles. I guess that's physical. But what about what about feathers? I guess feathers. Is, that's fucking simple. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you disappointed himself. <laughs> I bet all types of plants has been used. Poison ivy. That's positive. That's that's too obvious.
0: Just just think about it this way. If if someone has that thought you're having, probably. To be fair, I don't go I don't go like to the extremes of just looking like for anything in the fantasy genre because then you get to like some of the really gross stuff. But it's probably (laughs) there. If you can think about it and someone else has thought about it, and they have the skill to do it. Like, even if it's not a full-on Dojin or, oh, like, yeah. anything like Here that, it it'll exist. La- yep, there's
2: lava.
0: Yeah, <laughs> don't post it, don't show it, but, uh, you know, you can find it. It's, it's, it's easy. Oh my so.
3: god,
2: wait, and that's a character from fucking Sonic.
3: Bro, bro, bro. Oh
2: my god.
3: <laughs> do you know what we should do? We should fucking come together and write the plot to fucking, uh, what's it, a Dojin?
0: and then commission an artist listen when we start streaming right which which will hopefully be soon enough and someone was like hey even if i won't ever read it for for whatever moral opinions i'll have when the time comes i am down to write one of the stupidest plots just I, i don't need to do any of the sexual stuff i i just need to do the actual plot and it'll be like bring you to your knees crying Bro, I'll go I'll go off. No, dude, we I dude, we'll make metamorphosis on drugs, man. I'll make people hate themselves if they like try to enjoy themselves. That's uh, that would be my goal. What's metamorphosis? That's that's the one with um gosh, it's one seven seven zero one three. Why you why you, gotta, why you, you
2: have the <laughs> number memorized, right, man?
0: because it's the meme how are you not gonna
3: memorize it that was how dude that made me know it because of the meme where every yeah. everyone talks about where they're like this is the one like, don't. and it's not even this. the worst
0: don't don't get me wrong it's so far from the worst there's some really screwed up stuff that you'd never want to see that i'm like all right i'm not going to read it but i just want to like look at the art to see how bad it is and like, <coughs> well dude up. like there's Try one it. with a with a lolly in a box and i i read somewhere I was like all right these are worse no, than 77013 and that. i said no I, I i made it halfway through and i'm like i can't push myself to even like me trying to mentally scar myself i'm not gonna push myself no, that dude. far i'm telling you right so now gross.
3: our story won't have anything involving it's all legal yeah <laughs> it might be the,
0: the, the, the lolly was just bait it was a trap <laughs> It was to screw you over, bring you to a false sense of hope, and then they die. Bro.
3: This is just... It's an exorcist exercising different types of demons,
0: and they all just... Don't don't say that plot. I've seen seen some of the corniest things with exorcist plots, and they...
3: Bro, it's not supposed to be... It's it's supposed to be compelling, but not... (laughs) It, no,
0: it. if 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 you ever watch anything and you hear like something like "my name is the dick demon" or anything like that, you can't take it seriously anymore. No, man. dude, no, it's not dick demon, bro. no, I, I know, I know that's not what you're it'd saying. Like, but when you say like, exercising like plots like, like that at the first it'd be, like sm- my mind.
3: it'd be like a smoke demon mm-hmm. with a smoke penis. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I'm glad this was the the multiverse of madness conversation because shuma Gareth or whatever they're going to call him the tentacle hentai monster is very relevant to the subject matter and uh that wraps up uh yeah it was in, it ties madness in madness talk it, it, yeah shadowy ties in. shadowy lines and tentacles yeah <coughs> very very fit
2: and, and blocky, <coughs> blocky strange
0: uh-huh mm-hmm. so we will now transition to the fall 2021 anime ranking a and this one
2: episode.
0: this one's going to be more condensed i'm not going to go into great detail i'll say my ranking and i'll say a show and if i really want to like push it i will say to watch it and and i'll go in order of like what they're ranked probably from worst to best in uh my anime list for now to make it simple so this way i you know end off on a good note right because i don't want to end off on something crash so let's start with oh that's a good one to start with i don't know if i i doubt either of you have watched uh season six of jojo's the first part of it but uh that's no. pretty solid and i know people hate on this part of the storyline but i don't know i i enjoyed it and i would have given it a, a solid A tier, especially because their protagonist is a uh, jolene and i'm like much better than any of the sad sad males because why not be a simp am i right you okay. are wrong. I'm right. So thanks for understanding. Um, let's see. So that's an A tier. Um Shaman King's ending this season. And I haven't put in any of the rankings yet, so I will save that for this season when it concludes. Um Jahi Sama. Uh gosh, what is the English title of names of shows? Because I have to appeal. The great Jahi will never be defeated. Nice slice of life. I would say uh, it's it's um, I would say as of now I liked it enough to say it was probably a lower end B B tier to be honest I don't want to say C tier because I I did enjoy it and C tier is more like either a loose enjoyment or just mid for what the season had to offer so that's where I'll throw it um, Aquatope I remember. The season before the summer season i had said that i it wasn't very compelling to me but uh surprisingly enough the second half of the show with the growth of the characters and showing their lives as they move on was very compelling and i was uh i was willing to push it into a b tier for uh the second half of the show for the second core one piece even though we never put it on because it'd be a moggy for every time i just had to say that because had to have Troy agree with the the Magi tier.
1: I mean, Speaking just, of which,
2: this week's uh, like manga release, they were really
0: good. What is it? Ten forty. I still haven't read. Yeah, you need to read it, bro. I've I've been like, for one thing, it's funny that Act Three, and this is gonna be a tangent that will probably be the longest bit of ranking stuff. the 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 Act Three is almost longer than uh, Dress roast itself, <laughs> and I laugh when I think about that. Because it started at, like, what, 9.57 or 9.58, and we are at 10.40. It is right there, and it's Bro, just Acri alone.
3: I wasn't reading for Dress Rosa, but I watched this YouTube video about it, and I supposedly, like, as it was coming out weekly, like, a lot of people were getting pissed off with how long
0: it was and mm-hmm. pacing and etc. cetera. And to be fair, people have those same issues with Wano, and I... From one extent, I understand being a story. I've
3: heard it a little bit, but not. If you
0: you go online, and there was, like, big backlash on, like, YouTube with one of the the One Piece YouTubers saying that they're not in fan of the direction of Wano and things like that, and I'm like, you know, Wano's a buildup of everything, like, post-time skip, realistically. So, for one, Dressrosa was long, but Dressrosa was not the conclusion for everything. This is a conclusion for a large portion of plots, so it needs to deliver in terms of length. Some people aren't satisfied with the fights, for one thing. Like Big Mom said, she wasn't dead, and I outright believe Oda's not banking her now. Ooh, spoilers. I, oh, you're right. You're right. That's a big <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've I, I've I've been a part of just seeing this, this debate for uh, so this, long, it just slipped. But yeah, I'm, um, I'm spoilers.
2: Write it down so that I can bleep it.
0: Spoilers for uh. The recent chapter, um, they do conclude the fight, and it is shown Wait, whose fight, the Big Mama kid law fight. Oh, I figured they would. Say you, you would have figured right, and they conclude it here. But uh, there's people that after it said like, "All right, she got defeated. She's washed. Whatever." They say their things, and I'm like, for one, Big Mama's been shown to be mad tough, and I, I'm positive on my life that her storyline's not done because her kids are. And this is not spoilers for anything if you've caught up to the current anime. They don't show back up if you're caught up in the anime. And they have not shown back up in the current part of the manga since. So, I, <laughs> I think the plot point with Big Mom is, like, they just remove her and she comes back later. I think that's where it goes. For Even if it's Elba or The Final War, I think the main person that needs to get taken down in this arc is Kaido. And I think that will happen in some way, shape, or form. So... That's I think my, her uh, coming estimate. back
3: in Elbaf would be cool.
0: I think it fits and wraps up her storyline if they go that route. I think she's enough she of a wild card of Yonko where she doesn't she... have to be fully antagonistic at the end, you know? Totally, yeah. And I'd love to see that. I know there's people who hate it because, like, in some people's minds, when you build up a villain, they have to stay a villain. But I'm like, I don't think the lack of nuance needs to be there for a villain to be compelling sometimes even if they're built up to be so on one scale for so long it's like when you're watching a show and it's like oh it's not to get a villain team up but it's no it's to like give the villain their due diligence of the story that's been established for so long i think that wraps up her story if you conclude it with the giants you know if they don't go that route i will be a little disappointed on on the route of her character if she was not to come back but I am highly leaning that that part of the storyline is still connected to her. So I'm expecting it to come back in some way, shape, or form. And it'd be nice to see. Because Big Mom's one of those Yonkos that, as much as people hate her, I've kind of really liked her because of how much of a wild card she is and how dynamic she is and the split of her personality of, like, her childish self and her current self. So... (coughs) Yeah, I like...
3: I like her as a character, and I don't think, just based on what Luffy's done, she'll ever necessarily be, like, an ally, but yeah, it would be cool to see, like, instead of her being Kaido's ally, Mm -hmm. if they were both just neutral parties fighting the same threat, you
0: know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I think and that would be... they
0: steadily, like, they've kept her in long enough, and her crew has been such, like, loose ends to it all where it's, like, it's still possible, especially with, like, Peril Sparrow being, like, willing to team up with Marco for as long as he did, right? And things like that. It's like, there's enough there to, like, and, and Caught a Curry, right? There's enough there to be, like, the pieces are there. If you go that route, it'll happen, right? So I want to see where it goes along those lines and see how far they push it kaido kaido was on the bottom it's it's funny and and i i know it's a, it'd be a hated thing for me to say to say that kaido's on the lower end of my uh yonko and what they've done to impact me list but like oh he's been he's grown on me during this fight with luffy like just his personality is what carries him the storyline around him isn't the strongest with everyone else 'Cause he's kind of just been going with the motions, right? He hasn't had that like crux of a backstory to like deliver who he is or anything like that yet. But like his personality for the very least has been carrying him so hard with just him and Luffy going at it. Yeah, I mean I like I I do like him, but And I expect more from him, but he's not delivered to the same extent as like Blackbeard, right? Or I mean, even yeah. Shanks being who he is.
3: I think I think Blackbeard probably has like the most, <laughs> and, and then Big to Mom too. I'm gonna
0: say I, my second statement's also gonna be bad because Shanks hasn't done a lot, and as much as I love his character from the start and what it impacts the story and Luffy's character, because they haven't shown a lot yet, and I know the movie's probably gonna change a decent bit of that with whatever lore reveals they just go for, he would be like right above Kaido, and then it'd be like Blackbeard and Big Mom. Yeah and i know it's not the most agreeable statement but like i, ha- I have my reasons for it but like uh well, it's yeah, just I mean, like I agree it's a those. it'd be a hot take to most people so yeah but um it's a great tangent uh the one piece episodes i've been enjoying as well like they're oh, so well animated and they've just been like i've just been vibing with them a lot and they have so many like cute moments. Like there's that moment with Zoro and Chopper. And it's just like, man, Zoro and Chopper is like one of those duos I need to see more of. Because every time they interact, Zoro's like just so not himself. It's Zoro. He's just like, I got to like be cool in thing. front of Chopper. But yeah. like, <laughs> it's like the cutest thing ever. It's such a good reaction for them. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're almost getting to Roof Peace, you know. Highly acclaimed Battle of the Roof with the heavy hitters coming in. So that'll be hype, but uh, all right, back to the rankings for all these shows. All right, I'm gonna start off with this one show that is essentially just like hentai voice acting is what I'll call it. It's, it's a, a show that is a ASMR in like 180 seconds, so three minutes. And that's what it is. And they're just, they start talking in your ears. And it gets really weird because they start, like, saying baby noises. or, Bro, I am not a fan of ASMR as much as some people are. But, like, gosh, some of the, some of the things they were doing, I'm like, I, I don't know how people enjoy ASMR as much, as much as they do. This hurts me spiritually. No, it makes me cringe. Is, bro, I was just like, oh. But, I'm not gonna, I'll say it tier here because I'm not gonna throw it to, like, Demon Slayer because of what it is. Like, I just cannot enjoy it. And it's just, Really weird. But if you like the ASMR, it's probably like my tear or something like that. Like I went down. It's only three minutes. So like you get no hurt from it. It's short. It's like if you can just binge it in the thing. it's that easy. So if that's the route you go with. Go for it. Next up, Deep Insanity, The Lost Child. This show has a banger opening. The problem, the show is so convoluted and stupid, bro. I it's this is a this is a easy demon slayer tier for me like i had potential for it for the first few episodes and then they went with like this groundhog's day plot and it got really dumb and like i said i wouldn't go into great details so i'll just say and it's based off a game it it has what could be potential but the characters are just not fleshed out and it leaves a lot to be desired from a show
2: And what show are you talking about
0: deep insanity the lost child oh, okay. yeah which is uh sad. Uh, gosh, I have multiple Demon Slayer tears this time. Next up, Muvlove Alternative, based off of the visual novel Muvlove, which is like one of those uh, etchy visual novels. Mm, yeah, and And you, you, if before, you've before. heard of it, you've heard of the OG Muvlove, right? This one, it's funny. There, it's rated uh, like what R eighteen, not not R eighteen, but it's rated uh eighteen plus or whatever the the proper is, because RX is like hentai rated. But uh, it's rated eighteen plus, and They have like, uh, I don't even think they had any nudity in the show either. So I was like, what is this rated 18 plus four? The storyline? Where's my titty? I I didn't even care. (laughs) The storyline is just really (laughs) pointless. I don't care about any of the characters for this one. And the plot kept losing to where I would watch watch episodes and be like, what happened in this? (laughs) Uh, my thing is I don't like not paying attention to show. Like I do try to pay attention to show, but like a show can lose me. I put a lot of effort to pay attention to something. And if like, if I'm about to fall asleep, I'll pause the show and watch it later. Like I, I try to do, I try to give the show this respect and I've watched whole episodes and I would finish and be like, I don't remember anything. Like, I, I don't know what happened in the episode. It's, it's just not compelling. It's It's, it's a demon slayer. Like, and it's probably like my latest, lowest rated show from the season too. Next up, another, this was rated the same as <laughs> Deep Insanity, is uh, <laughs> Shinkanomi, which is uh, Fruit of the Evolution, which it had that one uh, gorilla wife who I was talking about from the first time. Oh, gorilla show, grip wife! The show is massive trash. As an anime, I don't know if it's better as, as a manga, but when it's an anime and it's animated for a lot of the punchlines it has, it's too extended. And it comes off as either cliche or just nonsensical. It is a really bad comedy and the plot itself just sucks. So the merging of everything behind it outside of like two of the waifus who do get some plot focus, all the other ones they introduce is like bad comedy or like you just shoved into the plot and it's just happening all of a sudden. It is a mess of a show, especially when you get to the later half where it's just like not even funny, like some of the jokes that might have landed in the first half. They're abysmal in the second half and it's just the show for what midness it was at some point goes more downhill. <laughs> and all you have is like the two really good waifus and maybe the other ones if you're appealed by the looks, but story-wise they have nothing going for them. It's not appealing of the show. <laughs> um,
3: well, I almost started um, it, but then... I, I mean, I if you want to watch something bad, it's always there, but... Uh... I started... uh something else instead i all forget right. um, Just, oh, Next uh, up,
0: the dress up darling oh dress up darling is so freaking good bro it, it is pretty good it yeah. is such a well-written romance for what it is right now like it's been hidden. i thought i thought it was i know this is
3: kind of a sidetrack because this is for the current season mm-hmm. i thought whatever ranking i would have given the show went up significantly after this last episode
0: and my only thing is it's the funniest thing is i don't care about how like over sexualized it is compared to like what i think i've heard about the manga like i don't care about those portions
3: oh they got
0: no impact on me for what the show is i just really like the plot of the show
3: I mean, yeah, episode two was dope because she's a good waifu or bro, the
0: one, the one that was episode four or or five or whatever, where he works all night and then she sees him and she starts crying because she didn't know he was putting himself to that and she thought he was just taking his time visiting his grandpa. I was like, bro, you're hitting me in places I don't feel like being hit right now, bro. The it's a good show. The part I thought the show was like, I guess I
3: would have said it's good. I would say it's great. Mm-hmm. When he's like half asleep, he's like, "You he look really beautiful, beautiful today."
0: And and then she remembers, and
3: that she he said he only calls the heat at all she beautiful. gets, like the most flustered she's been. I was like, I was like, okay. Right. So I, was solid. Like, I was like this show's fucking hitting me hitting me in the feels i was like god damn it god ha- it's so freaking enjoyable i hate when i like romance shows because i was like i should i
0: bro romance can hurt me bro, bro rom- romance can make me be so upset a lot of times and when i get a really good one i'm just like thank you thank you for being good
3: i've never <laughs> been more betrayed in my entire life than darling and the franks I was like, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch it one day. And just I was like, how like, did you hey, do what, this? <laughs> what what does everyone hate on this show? It's
0: so good. <laughs> no, dude, she turns into a spaceship. No, I I, I know some plot points. i like, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Next show was a short series. Uh, Deji meets girl. It's, it's, it's literally like, I don't know, advertising for like Okinawa or something for just, just general advertising or something along those lines. It's a short series. There's nothing of impact. It's not bad. Okinawa, like the place yeah like the place it's
3: like a tourism
0: ad uh kind of that's what it feels like but it's it's in it's an anime it doesn't like highlight it specifically and it's just between like this idol and this one girl who works at this reception desk for this vacation uh hotel or uh resort or whatever and then they kind of just meet and it's somewhat of a romance somewhat not so i don't know it's it's got a lot of fish motif too i'd say C tier though because it's not bad. It's short. It's two minutes, so it's not killing you or anything. And there's no like massive plot to it other than like their interactions. There's uh, some some weight to it, some some depth. Next up, Kyokai Senki. Kyokai Senki was a, a a mech show. Started off more interesting. Uh it kind of became really mundane and repetitive towards the end of the show, and you know, I was like, rip. I was hoping to enjoy you more because you started off really intriguing with the terrorism going on and this guy getting caught up into it because he was working on this robot. And then it was like, all right, now you're gonna be a defender of justice with this terrorist group. And I was like, I mean, it's it's what you expect, but like you it was really like episodic in the way the stories like the overarching plot was kind of there, but it wasn't really emphasized and like the character stories really didn't hit. It's kind of just lackluster towards the end, so I'd say D tier for uh kyokai Senki. Next up, uh Pride of Orange. It's uh Ice hockey idols. It's a, it's a girls ice hockey team, and they're also idols. Bro, they got they got a banger song in the like the first episode, which like I was like, all right, it's a really cute show. It's cute girls doing cute things, like that's that's pretty much what it is, and it's just a sports as well. You don't watch it for the sports or anything. It's just really wholesome, idle sports. It's like the general sports plot mixed with like idols mixed with just like the the cute girls doing cute things genre. That's all it is. So you just watch it for pure enjoyability. I would say a C tier, though, because it is like all those things to like no great extent. So it's not like pulling you in or anything like that. But uh it got good music and that that, that threw me off because I was like, I expect that. Um, oh gosh. Next up, uh Gyakuten, uh Gyakuten is uh, Rumble Garandol, I think is the, the English name, which is the show. It's another mech show that I thought was gonna be the bad one the season because it was like a bunch of chibi mechs and like weird comedy. But it actually had really good plot points. It's, it's like one of those harem shows where, like, the protagonist needs to get, like, unlock the capabilities of this girl to, like, further his abilities, right? Which happens a few shows. But um, each girl has, like, a, a good backstory going for them to where, like, his personality kind of causes problems because of how he was raised in certain plot points. But eventually he has to like overcome this like motif he has based on these plot points to actually mean something like he'll he'll fake it at first and then it'll be like at some point for some of them it's different. But he'll show his true self or he has to overcome certain parts of him in order to like, you know, save this terrorist group he's with another group he's with another terrorist group with this one. But this one, they're a terrorist group because uh there's heavy restrictions on like media and like things like that. And they kind of just want to express their freedom and like things like idols and like anime and things like that are just banned. And like the group is just like the organization's like, yeah, you can't do that. And so that's like the general just And it's really wacky. So like the fact that it had like an emotional core and I was feeling for like certain plot points, I was like, wow, you, you won me over. Cause I thought you were going to suck. It'd be fair. So that, that got me. All right. I'm going to save the show for a little bit later. That I'm going to talk about uh, not next because I will I want to talk about a few other things before I go on like a tangent because I said there's shows I want to go in depth on that is one I'm going to go in depth on but I'm going to save it for after getting a few of the more middle of the line shows out of the way build divide code black kids card game anime it's it's run of the mill it's it's a c-tier it, it's interesting the plot's kind of there uh there's a few misses within but there's a there's a nice overarching uh storyline between the brother and uh because he's a protagonist and what he's going through and why the plot the way it is it is another kid's card game show card fight vanguard overdress which i talked about the first season on the show this season i liked a bit more than the first season to be honest especially with the the plot of uh one of the main protagonists uh sister and uh how she became warped in like certain overarching paths about like the main character getting involved in this uh family feud that leads to like a lot of chaos
3: i saw a thread on twitter about why you should get in to uh what was it card fight vanguard yeah someone was just basically hyping up this most recent season where they were like yeah it,
0: I, as far as I've heard from my friend a lot of the main seasons are more like looser on the plot and like more involved with the card fighting this one's less involved in the card fighting and more so on like the character plot so there's the character moments were good I'm not gonna say great but they were good they were they were manageable and like some of them better than others and you can get one over so it's it, it had its appeal so so i am still gonna say c tier but it was good um gosh this next show i'm gonna talk about is gonna get me so mad because i thought it was freaking great but it is not rated that highly it's sakugan sakugan was like the last of the mech shows and this thing was so good there was like scenes where like i legit was like bro if you push me i'll cry like it's really hard like i i like to get and i say that with a caveat it's really hard for me to cry to show i will feel water forming in my eyes but like the the gap between water and feeling emotion and actually crying is so so far away that like i legit have not cried properly since watching ace ace moment in one piece and that was and that was a heavy that was like an uphill battle just to push me that far because it was I was like, it's the shows do not get me to go that far to where tears just start going. I can't stop them,
3: dude. That's I don't think Ace got me the same way, (laughs) uh, Mary got me.
0: It's fair. I mean, I'm I'm surprised it it got me, but like it was the it was because I'm so attached to Luffy as a character that him, the moment (laughs) he broke, I was just like, I can't stop. I, I can't stop. The fact that it gets teased that.
3: If I, if I watched it right now, I'd still, part of me would be like, he's going to get out.
0: Yeah, bro, I, I hate when they do that because I, I, was, I, was, I knew the episode title. I used to look on Wikipedia just to see what the episode. I knew it was going to happen, but I was watching it. I'm like, it's a fake out, bro. <laughs> because, bro like, geez, that so actually hard.
3: is one of my least favorite things about One Piece is they be spoiling with the episode episode the manga title is the same freaking thing
0: too though <laughs> i like, die luffy creates
3: a new gear and sabo gets murdered right in front of him and you're just yeah like, oh.
0: it's it's like oh oh thank you that would have been so, fun to find out in real time yeah. but you know like the show legit was pushing me on and there's this one episode it's like one of my favorite episodes where it is them on like groundhog's day but it becomes like one of the most depressing things ever and, like, I, I don't think Sakugan gets Sakugan gets the credit it deserves. It, it's a really well-written show. And, like, I know some of the plot points are zany, but it's, like, a father-daughter story. And, bro, it just hits. Gosh, it's so freaking good. I need more people to watch Sakugan. All right. Next up, uh, Mug Cup Season 2. I am so surprised. I watched Season 1 of Mug Cup, and I was like, this is, like, one of the greatest things I've ever watched for, like, a, a half show with, like, 12. It's, it's it's literally, like, half a normal anime. And it's just about girls making mugs. But, like, the plot of girls making mugs is, like, so emotionally impactful and heavy-hitting <laughs> I think I've rated both of these shows, like, an eight or something like that. Like, I rate shows a seven if it's, like, good, but, like, it doesn't have an emotional impact or, like, it were, like, a really good show that started and then it went downhill can end up a seven. But, like, anything above a seven means, like, I, I'm recommending the show to, like, anyone Mug Cup's just one of those shows where I'm like, bro, you hit, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm putting Mug Cup in a in a solid B tier, cause bro would be hitting. I I don't even think I said my rating for Sakugan. Sakugan was a an A tier. Um, Card Fight was a C tier if I didn't say. Um. Next up, let's go with Kaizuko Og ojo pirate princess i you finished that right troy
3: the pirate princess one Mm -hmm. uh
0: shit a while ago i think i did if you did it ends up with that more convoluted plot point with their father and stuff like that yes i did okay so had it not been for the ending of the show i would have probably given an s tier (laughs) but because of the ending and how much i was like this this really takes away from all of this buildup that you had with the characters going to have to give it an A tier because I, I personally wasn't a fan with how it ended. It doesn't take away from the main characters, but like it takes away from like the plot of like what character moments you could have had, especially with that weird thing with like, uh, well, how did they say his name is like able to pronounce Abel or something like that. And like yeah. his weird attachment to the mother. And how that connects to the father, and how Faino's involved. I thought that was really dumb, to be honest. I thought it took away from a lot of momentum.
3: That, yeah, that was kind of what I, I was like. It just seemed like it, it fell out of place. A weird grinding halt when all mm. that shit started happening.
0: Like you could have ended it a little before and just went on some merry way with her like, and. Uh, yeah, like eighty percent of guy. that
3: that show was fire. And it was then, so good and then yeah probably like the last episode and a half maybe two episodes mm, episode or two so. yeah it's like, I miss you.
0: but overall it's still a good show i'm just uh if you if you do choose to watch it uh you might like the ending and you know if you do yeah maybe I, I, just... if you if you can enjoy a show like i'm glad you can enjoy maybe it if you it can understand the, ending. i would love to enjoy every show i watched you know in a perfect i thought it was fucking confusing uh, I, I understood kind of like if, if I was talking about this, like right after it happened, I, I think I could have told you like what I got out of it. I can't tell you off of memory now because it's not that good. So I'm not going to bother to remember. <laughs> if I rewatched good. the episode, it would come back to my mind and all like, or if I was talking with someone who also watched it, who knew it fresh, I could remember everything easily, but like as, as of the moment, cause it's been so long, it's just, it's, it's not, it doesn't mean anything to me to remember. And so I choose not to.
3: Yeah, I honestly kind of blacked it out of my mm-hmm.
0: memory. Um, all right, next show, Tact Op Destiny. I personally really like Tact. I, I know, loved like, this show, dude, uh, bro. I really liked it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an A tier. I'm not gonna give it an S tier because there's there's a bit of a lull with uh the plot kind of getting a little um stretched in convolution with uh how forced that ending feels. I I like the very ending delivery with him and Destiny. Just laying there after the aftermath of everything. Like, that moment concluding their story. Bro, it hit. People People called out for it being an advertisement for a game that hasn't come out yet. But I was like, for a game show, you were freaking great. And I liked your storyline. And it's just, what was his name? Leonard? Was, Leonard was uh, his uh, pseudo-mentor for the series. I um, love That episode with him and uh, Titan. Him and Titan. When she and lets we'll loose. When Yo, dual wielding, and I'm the sorry. scene where the scene where she's bleeding in her eyes and like her hair is that. I'm gonna be starved, bro. Truth. I love the show. Truth. I think they yeah. could have done better with the the villains with heaven and hell, right, and build up for how that all came to a conclusion and all that. But yeah, outside that of that would've... side of things and the ending storyline, just him, his his storyline, um, Anna and Destiny and Cassette and like just those bits and pieces, bro. I don't know. I, I fell for that show, and it looked fantastic too. It
3: and the music, the score was great, incredible. Yeah, the score is awesome, and I think the Destiny co-set stuff was some of the better, like I really liked storylining I've seen in a minute. Yeah. So would you, where
0: you, where would you rank it? Because I said A tier, but I'd like to know what your thoughts were. This and a uh, Pirate Princess.
3: I would. I like. I thought tact overall was better because
0: it had a. No, I I do agree. I think the ending was better. I it, if 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 Faina did not end as much as I didn't like that ending, it would have been higher because I I I think there was just I think yeah. I would have put it higher, but I I think that ending just pushed down. Yeah, it would have been a much be lower.
3: It, I'd i have hesitated. Faina was more. something I
0: was willing to put in uh, Moggy tier at a point of it, so you know. Is what
3: it is. I didn't watch as much, but yeah, bait, just for what I watched, I think Tact was probably one of the best. Yeah. To, either Tact or the Ghost Girl
0: show. Mirko Romero it's pretty great. Yeah. That shit was pretty elite, too. Uh, so, uh, yeah, where would you rank those two shows, though? <laughs> I'd probably
3: do one of them A, and then Tact is probably a higher A or maybe
0: IRA I maybe i if if you put it in a I'd i'd be fine with that i think it's fair
3: yeah i mean i'd probably do that cuz i think it's better than the pirate princess mhm mhm
0: gosh there's still so many shows okay i i want to save the bad one for for the end i'm i'm about to get into like a rush of good shows all right Kuketsuki Sugushinu is The Vampire Never Dies. It's it's a comedy by Madhouse. And I was like, Madhouse is doing a show like this. I'm going to watch because it's Madhouse. But, like, man, this is so out of their their normal wheelhouse. Bro, this crap is, like, so freaking funny. I, I, I talked about it the first time we did it. But this show is such a delight. I, I can easily put this in A tier. There's, like, good emotional story beats to happen. Their mascot character, John the Armadillo, is, like, a 10 out of 10 character, bro. His backstory, I was like, bro, you're gonna make me sad. Like, for a stupid show as it is, it's like watching something like Gintama, where you're like, oh, it's all comedy and jokes, then you get, like, the serious plots, and you're like, oh, shoot, I think I'm gonna cry. I'm dying here, type thing. I love dichotomy of, like, storytelling when you do a show like that, and this show just freaking great. Gosh. Like, bro. I was surprised Madhouse was like, yeah, we're, we're holding this one just in our sleeve, because it was fantastic um next up selection project uh, an idol show bro hold
3: on my buddy just sent me a snapchat of his alpha shiny
0: um i have not found an Alpha. i found a shiny uh luxio today i was just in a uh, dimensional rift and i was like
3: that's a cool one
0: and my first one was the dustox that i had saw and i was like dustox was like one of my og pokemon on my first pokemon team so i was like kind of fitting Dude, I copped a Starway
3: Wait, are we
2: finished?
0: in the first thirty no, minutes of the game? No, we we got on, we got on a, a tangent because uh, he got a Snapchat. But uh, selection project, right? Um, idol show. Um, I talked about a show, Idolly Pride, this year, and I don't remember if I gave it like magi tier or a tier because it's freaking fantastic. This is like a, a near rip off of that storyline. Now, it's not a bad thing. It's still a good show, and it does have its good emotional beats. The only thing about the show is. It has a lot of um dramaticism for this one storyline over dramaticism because she's had heart surgery so there's like a whole episode dedicated to her not like wanting to wear a swimsuit because they're like oh yes idols swimsuit song right (laughs) because that appeals and then everyone's like oh she doesn't want to wear a swimsuit and it's like oh it get penalized or you're holding us all back and like the first half of the show where there is a lot of drama between the characters over like those minor bits and pieces of things. I'm like, I don't care too much about that aspect, but there is good story beats for learning about the characters. My favorite parts of the show were probably the non-competition stuff and specifically like the character stuff of them trying to become a group outside of this whole reality show game. That was like picking a good idol group. I would give it a B tier at the end of the day. It'd be like low A, but it's, I'd say B for the sake of things. Still really enjoyed it. And one of the reasons why it's not an A tier is most of the songs I I do enjoy, but they're not like, oh, banger, got to put on my playlist. So it does take a factor into that when it comes to like an idol show or music show. And speaking of idol shows, there was a show I was going to watch this season, it was an idol show. But I watched the first episode and it was like it, I, at first it was like voice acting and then it was like no, it's actually an idol show or a music show because they have like singles for days. There's like 16 characters in it. I was like, this is too much, especially if like they get divided into like four groups. And I was gonna watch it, but I was like, no, I don't, I don't think I commit, especially because I don't want to watch like 100 shows this season. But that was a tangent. Next up, um, uh, the world's finest assassin. Troy, if there's a show you've seen images of of an isekai of just like, I this yeah you've I, had to have.
3: I've seen it. I didn't want to watch it just because I'm
0: not an isekai fan. Yeah, honestly, there's it, it's not a lot of the story is legit really good. There's parts where it's just like not as like it's it's slower, but it's about this guy this assassin who got betrayed by an organization he dies and then he gets reincarnated in the world and it's like all right well we've tried to reincarnate people countless times to kill the hero because if the hero lives the world gets destroyed so someone's got to do it so we'll try with you now and so one of one of the plot points or running gags is just like showing different uh past reincarnated people and what their lives are now and it's like one of the dumbest running gags. is pretty funny but the, the appeal of the show is there's good comedy. Character designs are great, but also like the plot, the general plot is actually really entertaining as he's, he has to kill this hero before he's 18. And so you're just watching him grow as a character and he was an assassin. So he's like, he, he has his smarts and his wisdoms that he's putting into the world, but he's also like super reserved and like hesitant of like building bonds with people. Cause it's not normal for him. So like seeing an intelligent character actually be intelligent in the show is always just appealing. So I'm gonna give this a B tier. Um next up is Mirko Chan. Troy, I'll let you go first on this one.
3: Um goaded. Fucking even all the way up to the end. I thought the moments that were more subtly horror based were better. hmm The stuff that was like the overtly like big bad ghosts
0: or spirits. To be fair, some of the really big stuff was actually really good. I, yeah, I'm, no, it was all most, really most of the times I'm like, you could you could really like kill the vibe when you do something. like, but no, it some of it was just delivering, man.
3: But yeah, like there were just some smaller moments where like like the old woman Crying at the stairs, you know. Mm-hmm. And she like sits next to her, helps her, whatever the fuck. And then it's like actually a ghost, and you're just like.
0: <laughs> so, some of those scenes where it's like that's a ghost, bro. The plot point with the teacher, though, that would be so upset. The the storyline with the teacher, man, that hit so much. Like, there's wholesome moments in the show that I'm like, bro, this is legit. One of the most enjoyable shows I watched the whole season and I'm going to outright just say it this this is like one of my moggy tears because I enjoyed the show way more than expected yeah dude, it was the shit it, and and the fact that it was a horror show that made me like enjoy the genre was just like unexpected I usually gosh I I watch horror to laugh but like when you actually make me feel uncomfortable like that's that's props because it's just so rare and it's uncomfortable because of the story it's telling it's not uncomfortable because it's necessarily scary it's not The way they build up the plot tension, it's just like, yeah, you're you're firing all cylinders. And her friend, bro, her friend, Anna. Oh gosh, so good. She's so wholesome,
3: bro. And the the fact that she's trying to keep her friend like insulated, Mm -hmm. just added so much to the suspense of like some of the moments.
0: You know, I, I don't know if we talked about this. One of my favorite scenes is where you see the old lady. And it's back on the farm and she's just talking in the fields to her son. And he's not there at the gut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bro, that just hits me. I was like, bro, you made me feel so bad all of a sudden. <laughs> it's just such a good, subtle storytelling, bro. And I know they have all the etchy stuff they use for, you know, the marketing and appeal of it all. But like, it's so good. So good. Such a good show. Yeah, where Would you hot- rate it?
3: I would say it was definitely Moggy 2. Oh, thank you. That shit was... It was either that or tact of like things I enjoyed the most.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, now, I mean, One Piece, but...
0: Yeah. I, I don't remember if I rated JoJo's, but if I didn't, I want to say I said A tier, but that's what it would have been. Um, next up... Going to go to uh, Heiki Monogatari, which is uh, the Heiki story, which is a historical, an anime based off of the historical arts of uh, a warring period in Japan. The show, for an historical show, sometimes they can get really boring, you know? It's about a girl who can see visions and stuff, like she's, she's gifted with that ability. So because she can, she tries to avoid it because it's grim future. And it's kind of like her just experiencing everything and having to live with uh, everything that's going to happen it's just a really nice historical piece of an anime and seeing her go through this world and being involved with this one family that you're going to see like just crumble because that's, what's foreshadowed and I would love to talk more on it. I, I legit bought the book after I watched the show because I was like, it's just so compelling of a, of a watch, but it's, it's an easy A tier for me. Gosh, I got I got so many A tiers this season, man. I, I'm vibing hard with it. Um next up, Blue Period. Blue Period, easily one of the best shows from last season. It's about a kid who wants to be an art, artist and it's about his uh cough cough blue period. So um for whatever reference that means, who knows, art stuff. But above me. But anyways, um
3: it's Picasso.
0: <laughs> We talked about this last time too. So I had to meme on it. But yeah, it's a really good show about him becoming an artist and going through like the woes of like just having a passion and pushing for it and like working hard to get there and just seeing the growth of a character and like how other characters help him grow or how it certain plot points attract from his health. And pff, if you haven't watched it, I don't even want to go into spoilers. It's just a really good story. Hmm. Hmm. Man. Man. Oh, man. I'm going to say. Gosh, there might be a decent number of mogi tears. But I. I hmm, it's tough. For for the sake of it, because I did at the end of the day like Mirko more from just enjoyability, and that's why it was in mogi Tear. I'm gonna say Blue Period's a high A tier. I'm not gonna put into the Mogi tier, but I'm gonna say it's an A tier. But if I went for like my full list of anime, if I was breaking it down, it probably can squeeze into like what I would throw in Mogi tier. But for this uh, ranking, this will be an A tier. Next up, Comey can't communicate. Really nice slice of life comedy show. It's animated. Unbelievably unnecessarily. like extents that it needs to be animated especially for what the manga is is not need to be animated so well and it's one of those popular shows with like pseudo romance and i believe it becomes a romance eventually but like a, a popular comedy featuring like a female with some personality trait of some sort hers is she can't communicate with people because she's very shy and she has communication disorder so you know very cute some of, the thing with the show is some it, the episodes are as good as the characters they focus on. So there's just some side characters they'll focus on and they are just not appealing. And so the show is I'm going to say it's a B tier, but like there's really good episodes that are super wholesome, hit you in your heartstrings, and then there's episodes where you're like I don't want to deal with this character. This is really dumb type thing. So that's the nature of the show. Um next up Demon Slayer, Mugen Train and I have a fair, a, a, a clearer vision of my thoughts on Mugen, Mugen Train and the Red Light District arc now that's finished. Because the Red Light District arc wasn't as, like, down your... Now, the only downside is they didn't focus on some of the uh, more smaller, lighter character interactions. And I, I guess it's not really a bad thing for the Red Light District arc. They It's, like, 90% just fights right like when you watch it like there's like the highlight of almost everything once the fight start and the stuff before it is just like who cares but the thing about the show and the only thing i will truly praise about demon slayer is the character writing the general plot stupid and i can say it now now that red light district is over and i've rewatched it like some of the plot points and there's a spoilers if you haven't watched it yet like nezuko just being able to heal everyone's poisoned just like that and they go out of the way it's like we don't know how it happens but she can just do it That's and close it's, plot armor. it's it's and they do that for every arc and even like and it's one of those shows like I, I saw someone like oh yes demon slayer next gen uh the the dark three like chainsaw man demon slayer and jjk and i'm like all right for one dark three sounds retarded as hell so <laughs> whatever and, uh, gosh, I mean, I don't like Chainsaw Man, but, like, Demon Slayer is not as dark as Chainsaw Man goes. It, just because you kill characters at some point in your series does not make it dark. I don't think killing things is makes anything dark by any means. Because Aaron's
3: literally committing global genocide. That's dark. Right.
0: And I don't even think that as a concept is dark. Him just killing people isn't dark, but it's how he does it is what makes it dark. Like, overarching plot points. The things that happen in today's episode... And what it does to the characters that's freaking dark are like them just looking at all their old allies and it's like we have to put them down because we we have no that's freaking messed up bro when that scene happened where armin started talking to pixiv in his hot his head Mm -hmm. like i felt like that water in my eyes like this meant something to those characters and you're just making me feel especially when they put barricades barricades started playing when you hear mpi start in the background bro song is so fire and the moment it started playing and everything that started going down bro i was feeling it man i was like this episode is so good this episode's so good oh man quality second time is so good the last two episodes have been oh gosh this is the section where zeke and aaron finally just touch that is my favorite stretch to like the fallout of this it's like my favorite stretch in the manga like maybe not my there's some moments I do like more as it comes down, but as in terms of like back to back to back to back chapters, the start of like season four part two to like this is just a roller coaster ride of intensity and it's so good, man. But uh, enough of that tangent. Um, back to uh demon slayer. Watching Red Light District, I I've kind of realized, and watching Mugen Train, this. St- and it's and train did cut out some stuff and like they didn't have as much impact on some scenes but i knew i liked tengen more than rengoku at the end of the day but the way the anime did it i think i've vibed with the doki um gutaro Yuta- storyline because there's the two demons or the upper moon this episode was just like character stuff and it was my favorite episode of the whole show because as much as the fighting is what it was i don't like the fights for the plot behind how they go It always annoys me with Demon Slayer fights because the demons are just... There's too much plot writing for plot armor and too many scenes because of how overpowered they've set things up. And it's the fall of the story for doing that so early. And for saying that the Hashira have never beat them for 100 years and you have three noobs in a Hashira finally take them down. And I'm like, there's probably been teams of Hashira that fought you guys and they couldn't do crap. And it's just so dumb to me, just plot-wise, that this is the group that does it, and in a lot of convenience, too, because the demons have, like, 10 billion abilities to keep them going. Outside of that plot, the character stuff from this arc hits more than the character stuff from Mugen Train, because I don't care about the demon in Mugen Train. They don't they don't have a backstory to win you over. It's only, like, Tanjiro's dream and the two other dreams, and uh, well, it's really just Tanjiro's dream. Uh, the other ones are comedy, and Rengoku as a character that carry this this you have the demons and then you have Tengen and then you have the main characters and they didn't emphasize the Tanjiro like his issue breathing and how stupid that power becomes later in the story they didn't emphasize it as much in this arc so it wasn't as much of a turn off as reading it so with all those factors this arc was more enjoyable specifically because of this last episode because if it wasn't for this last episode I would not have rated as high as it was so I'm going to put it as a b tier for uh I'm why am I rating Red Light District? I I completely got too involved in my tangent. I because of Red Light District, I would put Mugen Train as a C tier. <laughs> that, that is legit. What happened? It it like retroactively made me like yeah. Red Light District had more of the appeal, and rewatching Mugen Train originally, I thought that was the peak. And story writing, it is the peak because you lose the Hashira on that arc. Story writing, it's the peak of how the story fleshes out because like I said, the things with Nezuko just randomly healing and randomly getting power-ups to be stupid freaking convenient. And the thing they do in blacksmith's arc, which is going to be season three, is one of the dumbest things you it is like a taboo of writing. Like you don't set up a plot point to do what they do with it's just really dumb. There's a lot of dumb things in the next arc that I'm gonna hate so much. But the fights are gonna be great and you know. And it's like two of the worst villains too So, like, it's literally because of the the, the Hashira that are in that arc that I like any semblance of it. And, like, just the main cast. Like, Tanjiro, uh, Zenitsu, and Inosuke, I do like as a cast. Like, the characters in the show, almost all of them I enjoy. So, that'll win me over for that arc. But, Rengoku, compared to Tengen and how that arc plays out, I like Tengen more watching it. So, yeah. And because of that, and because they don't flesh out Akaza as much in... Mugen train and you have that stupid dumb train demon nonsense it's it's not as impactful so i'd say c tier um okay gone onto, onto the wire last three shows i'm now going to back to that backtrack to the show i skipped platinum men written by the author who did death note That's this, this show one <laughs> is flaming hot garbage it is a piece of trash it is like I watch the show and I'm like, this is too edgy. And like, I would hate to feel like a show is too edgy for it to be a turnoff, but like the themes are just suicide. And it's, all right, I'm gonna, uh, let me preface the statement. I'm saying funny as in, because I am pure cynicism and satire in my being. And so the themes of suicide, the fact that it led to an Indian kid killing himself while watching the show as a concept made me laugh because I'm like, this show is so bad. It made someone kill themselves. That's just me because I'm a horrible being. So I had to say, I have to be honest with myself and, and put it out there. I'll get canceled for whatever, but I have to put it out there. That that was on my mind to say. The show is convoluted. The main antagonist for the first arc is stupid. And when they reveal his character story for why he is the way he is, I lost my marbles on how bad it was. It's overly dramatic. They have this character who's just mad ugly and they make him look attractive because that's the what he wants to look attractive. So people like him. And he's still ugly in his attractiveness in the anime. I've seen, like, what the manga looks like. And I'm like, you guys could not make him look any, like, half as good as he did in the manga when they made him look better. Like, when they, when he's, and he's born just mad ugly for no reason. He looks like a frog hybrid human or something like that for some weird symbolic reason. And there's some weird, likes they try to go with a lot of thematic themes. Thematic themes, yes. That's, that's logic on (laughs) it. They try to go with a lot of thematics that work. And I can see what they are, but the story behind them is so unserviceable and the characters are so dumb or like so contrived. This has got to be, this this might be a show that I rate a one. And the only thing I've rated a one is Tokyo Ghoul Rude because it was so bad. My brain legit forgot everything. I cannot tell you anything but one moment in that entire season. And this is almost as bad. As what what I felt when watching Tokyo Ghoul Rede, I'm so impressed by how little I like it, and you know it's entertaining in the fact that it's so bad, and I'm amazed by how much more it makes me dislike it. I'm just shocked that I don't like it as much as I do. It's like Death Note was was on its grind when L existed, and whatever the author did after L got killed off for between this and Platinum End has just been like his trash writing phase. That's all it's been because after l dies i'm i do not care if, there's like bits and pieces that I, that could have worked but like i'm not a fan of it and this is just those things and worse it's <laughs> if you watch it and if you're watching i i would be so happy if you watched it just just to see how you feel but it's so bad it is something man uh it is something and um gosh okay last two shows Um, let's, uh, Mushoko Tensei. Mushoko Tensei, fantastic. Magi tier. It's an isekai, but it's probably, like, one of the best isekais out of the genre in a while for anime. And they just go into some of the better plot points uh, that were set up from season one. And I won't go in further if you're not watching it. Um, sad, but if you are. And I said last two shows, there's actually 86 part two, which I forgot about because it's, they did not finish the season last season. They cut it off because production was behind, which I hate the fact that they were putting out an unfinished show and started delaying it halfway through the season every other week. It's a turnoff, especially because I like the season more than the first season. But because of that, there's a lesson of impact because they couldn't just fall through it, finishing the show at one time where it kind of, the, the delays kind of like turned me off from watching it week to week. Cause I'm like, you kind of like lessen any like hype I have from one week to the next if I gotta wait half a month, right? It is like reading a show that gets hiatuses like Berserk. Like I like Berserk and I will say it's like Moggy tears hell. But like when you start getting to chapters that start getting delayed to great degrees, it's like you start not caring about the next chapter as much because you gotta wait so long. Yeah, Same like when Hunter Hunter, Hunter drops
3: again. I'm gonna have to go back and reread. It. You're
0: gonna you're gonna forget things and it's not yeah. gonna be as impactful if you don't like we will to so watch like a youtube mm-hmm, that fucking, recaps it yeah 86 part 2 has better story beats than the first thing i like the characters more there's a smaller cast and they actually focus on most of them i do like it more the last few episodes though like the last one or two and because of delays haven't been as strong for me but as a whole i liked it more i put in a b tier and I, i'm glad i like it more and it could get even better but um and it would be nice if get get even better but you know series is probably non-level that I have it as some people do. Now for the best show, the 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 king of shows which uh Ranking of Kings is the English name but Osama Ranking, everyone should watch it. Moggy Tear probably going to be one of the few shows that's ever a 10 out of 10 for me in my lifetime. This show is literally like Wit Studios pumping out like one of the best things and it's still going on. It's not done yet and it is Troy. If you don't watch this I you almost, will, I meant you to will, start it. You will gush over the show. I promise you. It is so good. It is.
3: Yeah, I keep seeing clips so of it. I not mean to start I just haven't.
0: You, you really need to. I trust that you probably will one day, but if you, once you do, man, gosh. But now that, L, that that's that's Moggy tier, now that the ranking's done, I do want to go on one tangent. Did you see the news? Vinland Saga is getting pushed to MAPPA. I didn't. I don't know
3: how I feel about that.
0: I found it funny as hell. For one, MAPPA has like a billion things, but they're getting like all these massive popular series under their belt. Or it's like, bro, you're getting like accolades right here and you're making them all look really good even though all your people are, like, running on, like, an hour of sleep and, like, probably are being enslaved right now. But I think it'll work. You know, it's like that one thing with, a uh, AOT taking over, uh, getting taken over where if there are dark, because Wit has a little more colorful and, like, softer vibe to the series. So say, and say there's things in, like, the series that gets darker that Wit kind of beautifies with, like, how characters look or, like, how, how they, uh, Show certain things, I if there are because I know the next arc is the the less intense arc, right? But MAPPA captures vibes of like grittier series better, in my opinion. But I freaking love Vinland Saga when Wit did it too, so it's a, no no complaint to them. Like
3: yeah, I just love Wit has a way of
0: capturing. I, I think th- I, I I do say they're like moving really away, Crommum. Cool I think they're moving away from bigger, more intense properties because they they kind of pushed. AOT Season 4 would not have come out if Witt was still doing it by this time. It would not have been out. So I think something like Finland's hog. And as far as I've seen in the latest report, some of the main team is staying. And then the rest of it's being pushed to MAPA. And then it'll be finished off in that extent. So that that's probably how it's going to. I assume it's going to turn out great. MAPA has been pumping out some hits and they've been doing really well with them too god rest uh, god bless the souls of those people who work on it though
3: yeah seriously
0: and i know they, they they they're they're a larger group so they have multiple teams but still and they do outsource a bit but still they would be working those people to the bone
3: yeah it's like uh, those dudes need a fucking they need a vacation for, for
0: every for every like trending time like every time a series is trending they need like a, a incentive or something like that for their work.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, cuz it's going to get kicked to them eventually.
0: Yeah. But uh yeah, I just I just have to mention Vinland Saga again pulled uh, the Mappa. It'll be great. So I'm um, I'm I'm here for it. Um but that's it for the episode. Um that is it for uh, Super Bowl Trailer Talks and Anime Ranking. Glad to finally get the fall shows out of the way. We will eventually talk about the winter shows that are happening this season and uh, what to watch, what to avoid. But uh, Troy, Justin, thank you for being here.
2: Yep, we will mm-hmm. I don't know if, uh, if you heard of what we we're buffering, but next Thursday is the last episode of Peacemaker, so on Sunday.
0: I, I've been it. wanting to binge the show, so if we're talking about it, that'll give me a reason to.
3: That's what I said.
0: Like, it, I've, I've seen such good talk about it, but I'm like, if, if we yeah. talk about it for the podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. Probably watch yeah. it with some friends or something like that during the week. All
1: right.
0: But, um, yeah, that's it for us this week. Be sure to check us out on TheAnimeCouch.com. And uh, feel free to share, listen, do whatever you need to do to support, support us, hopefully. You know, we we would love to start making finances off of this. So one day we could re- we could retire very happily, you know. But I, I I understand the problem is we don't have JC here, and the female appeal is we just don't <laughs> got it. You know, I get that, but um, we're trying here. We're trying.
3: Or wear a wig. <laughs> I can dress in drag. Oh man,
0: <laughs> the 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 dressed in drag episode coming soon. But uh, thank you for being here, and uh, that's it for the anime couch. This is us out. Peace.